Black Coffee with a Side of Tea starts now only on Stunner Radio. Hey guys, welcome back to Black Coffee with a, a Side of Juicy Tea as always and a Side of Tea as always. So we know we in November, it's going to be Thanksgiving. So make sure you do everything you can to be thankful for the things you do have. So this is the girlfriend's destination. So if you don't have girlfriends, make sure that you tune in and find you some girlfriends. We like friends. We, we are great friends. We friends with each other. We friends with other people. We just friendly in nature. So I'm going to bring my girls in. Come on, girls. Let's do the sister check-in. Let's do the sister check-in. I can't hear y'all. Hey, hey, hey. Okay, I'm sorry. I can't hear y'all. <laughs> I, was getting, I was getting nervous. <laughs> yes. Hey, everybody. Yes. Come on, Wakanda forever. Forever, I'm loving yes. it. I'm loving it. I'm about to go on horror and give me some, some fabrics. I'm gonna have to go to the fabric store, darling. <laughs> I'm feeling my African roots, and I am, you know, it's channeling my tonight. ancestors. <laughs> I don't know what yes. tribe we from because you know they took that from us. We don't know what tribe we from, but I Come know just make you a tribal name, honey. You know, just make you a tribal it's name. In now. You know. It's in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to make you one up. Make you one but up. But I'm so ready for Wakanda forever. I've been waiting for the longest. You know, it took forever. It feels like forever for this movie to yeah. be done. So I'm super excited about it. I'm yeah. so excited too. Friday came. I'm kind of looking it. forward to it. I'm also looking forward to it. Kind of yeah. bittersweet because of Chad, but Absolutely. I'm definitely looking forward to it. Absolutely. They've been keeping it a secret who the next uh, Black Panther is. And I, I'm glad they did. I'm glad they kept it a secret and not put it out there. To make you, it, it, it really makes you want to look at the movie. Um, and then, like you said, it's bittersweet for, you know, Chadwick. It's, it's because that's who we knew as Black Panther for right. a long time. Right. And so um, I just love how similar it is to reality that's that's the part i like that they took the time to truly make the movie because it is what you know you are fighting for precedence in a country all the time us as black americans we always are on the fight we have to fight for pretty much everything that we've gotten in this world so it i love that that is what that movie is about yeah i agree Looking absolutely, forward to it. absolutely. Well, I'm not really sad because of Chaz, Chadwick Boseman because I feel like he knew he was sick. He knew he was dying for a long time. He knew before anybody, you know, and he did this movie before he got really, really sick. He put everything he had into that movie. Everything. So for me, it's like not. I'm not sad for him. I'm. I'm more sad for the people who don't live like him. You know, like we ain't even dying. We we mm. that we know of. 
we don't put yeah, our right. all into things. So somebody who dying, like, you know, he put his all into that. He had every excuse to just fall back and say, do yes. as much, yeah. you know, I, you I know I'm sick or whatever. So for me, it, it was an example of me for me to whatever you do, put your all into it. Because the fact of the matter is none of us know how long we have. Exactly. Absolutely. That's true. You know, That's I'm true. sure when Takeoff came here to Houston, he had no idea. No idea. Yeah. No idea. I, I definitely agree with both of you, ladies. Yeah, I'm sure he had no idea. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you, you going out and you're not thinking about that. You're just thinking you're going out to have a good time or going to see the city. You know, you're not really thinking that that's going to be your last breath out and about hanging out with your your uncle. You know what I mean? You're not thinking about that. So I definitely um, prayers go out to his family. Absolutely. And on my behalf, I said I said that about about Chadwick because T baby, I agree with you. Like when you get familiar with somebody or something, like that's what you're you know that's what you're comfortable with or you're you're expecting right. it to be. But like you said, Lisa, I, I definitely agree. The way that his work ethic was that was Absolutely. outstanding, especially knowing that you were sick. You know, so I agree with both of y'all to that. On that, absolutely, it, yeah, it's, it's inspiring. Yeah, I you took my words. I was just about. To say, <laughs> it's very inspiring. It makes you, you you go back and look. Well, why was I complaining about that? I right. need to be ten toes down with myself if I'm not with anybody else. It, he was ten toes down with himself. He did even when he didn't feel well. You know, he still pushed through. Um, I know uh, a lot of people. You know, we make excuses for the smallest thing and give up on the on, on stuff that we should have took to the limit and that's what he did he took every he took every blood sweat and tears even when he didn't feel well to push through and made this remarkable film that everybody looks forward to seeing and uh, have watched a million times you know every time it come on you watch it a million times and you saw something new that you didn't see the first time yeah you know, and yes. so that just makes you want to work <laughs> even harder on everything that you put your hands and your mind to. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I think I, I think went that's and saw that movie five times. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Multiple times. You didn't. The cost didn't matter. The how much long, how long the film. Right. Nothing mattered at that moment. But the ins inspiration that you got from that movie. film, it's Absolutely. just like Woman King. When you mm -hmm. go in there, you see it twice. Yes. Or you're getting ready to go back and see it again. <laughs> it gives you, it inspires you. You walk out with a new sense, uh, a newfound sense of inspiration and purpose for your life. You you get up and you you grind every day. Yeah. Because you got that inspiration from somebody else, and that's what film should be. Mm -hmm. You know, film and, and, you know, television, you should have those shows that make you want to get up and say, well, dang, I ain't do this. Right. I ain't put so much effort behind this. I need to do a little bit better. I need to get up earlier and, and put my grind on. It makes you want to grind because, Carter. at least, you, you, we don't know the day nor the hour. So it's you're supposed to live your days like it's your last yeah. and enjoy them, be in the moment in the moment yes not always trying to pick up your phone 
And that's something I, and, and people fussing me all the time, like, you never taking my pictures? No, because I'm in the moment. I'm in that space. I'm in that time. I'm making those memories so I can remember them in my mind. Mm-hmm. I might take one or two pictures, but being in that moment is much better than taking a picture. Right. Yeah, it's nothing like it. And especially when, you know, you kind of forget to take pictures. You're That's how you really know, like, okay, I'm living in this moment. It's not necessarily... I totally, it totally slipped my mind, you know, just to take right, a new exactly. picture at least. I was looking good too. Like, hey, you be looking the best when you don't take pictures. Yes. <laughs> you, take pictures you be like, oh, I could have did that better. I could have did this better. But when you, when you, when you're in the moment, it's, that's what it's, that's what life is about. It's being in those moments, making those memories. That's the important part of being a human being on this earth. Right. <laughs> Absolutely agree. Uh, well, I'm as lucky. far as the sister check in, boy, y'all quiet tonight. I'm scared to talk. Y'all quiet? <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all I had a good I, I usually go last. I'm going to go first this week. Okay. I had a good week. I really can say that um, I really had a good week. Um, I was, I, I'm, I'm just going to say that I was present in every moment okay and I was present in every moment and I know a lot of times we don't always be present in the moment we're too busy trying to do this that and the other I was present in every moment that I experienced at work um at home on the phone with whomever I was present in those moments really paying attention because I know that a lot of times I can be doing looking at the phone and still talking to you and still trying to do something else. But I was present in those moments. So I'm, I'm doing better about being present in the moments. So, but yeah, I had, a, I had a really good week. Um, my cruise is getting closer. <laughs> we had a, we had a family meeting. And when I tell you uh, the laughter was the highlight of the meeting that that was the highlight, like, just everybody laughing because we all of some type of comedian. And that's the part that I love about my family. We all have some comedic side to us and everybody has a different way and sense of humor that I love. That's that's a highlight for me is, is being able to laugh. And when I tell you I laughed and laughed when you crying and laughing, that's laughing. You laughing for real. Yes. <laughs> that's the good laughter. <laughs> So that's that that was the highlight of my week is having the family meeting and just laughing and everybody putting in they they five and six cents <laughs> everything and it was a joke at the end of everything. <laughs> so yeah, that was the highlight of my week. <laughs> that's good. My week was productive. Well, I had a really awesome week. Oh. Go ahead, Zoe. <laughs> I had a productive week. I um you know, it's getting close to that time for this little baby to come. So I really just been trying to get everything like school wise, you know, just taking care of it and just kind of preparing around my house and just trying to stay ready. So I don't have to get ready, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So nothing too crazy, but I did have a pretty good week overall. So it was great. All right. Okay. That's what's up. I had a great, I, I was, say my week was magical I had a magical week I just had yeah I had a very very good week it was magical (laughs) I had 
first I love of all, it was the first of November. So mm -hmm. I love November so much. November is such a good month. And I just always have loved April, November, October. I don't know what it is about those months, but those three months have always been very good months for me. I don't know what it is. I need to look that up or T-Baby need to tell me what that means. April, obvious. You know, right. that's my birthday. Uh. <laughs> I don't know about October and November have always been just like crazy, great months for me. So I love November. And of course, it's Black Men's Month. And so I could not wait for that to start. You know, I was brokenhearted because, you know, uh, the death of Takeoff kind of hit me. I'm not no diehard Migos fan, but right. it was Black Men's Month. I was riding high on our, you know, Black Men's episode and all the things that I've been kind of producing and putting together for black men and for a black man to be gunned down in such a way. Now I'm not saying that his life is more valuable than anybody else's. Right. But right. what I am saying is he and his uh, group mates made history that can never be taken away from them. They changed the sound of hip hop. This current mm -hmm. sound that we have now that came from Migos. I don't care what nobody say. You know, right. when you first heard them come out, with all the crazy ad living and all the fast talking and, and even their style of performing. That was different. Yeah. It was different from anything we've seen. So in my eyes, they, they have always been trailblazers. And even though I didn't like all their music, you know, I love Bad and Bougie. I love T-shirt. I love, I, I couldn't stand Versace when it first came out. But after it was out for a few months, I was like, Versace, 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 Versace. Yeah. And they got catchy after a while. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can't help it. It just like grows on you. Yeah. But right. it was just sad for me because I don't know, just hearing all the theories and hearing everybody say, you know, blame him. It's just a lot. It was a lot for me. Yeah, I think it was a lot. Also, I think the biggest thing for me was that it was so close to home. Right. So it, it, it was really close. It's, it's in Houston. You know what I mean? We're right. this is our backyard. That's we're at home. You know, and at just a bowling the, alley that I've been to before. That part. That part. Mm -hmm. That part. You're you're at a bowling alley. Right. Whether if he was or wasn't shooting dice, allegedly, whatever the case may be, this is a a, a known place that people go. You know what I mean? You take your kids to the bowling alley. You take your children. You know, you go with your family, right, to a place like this, and just for that to happen, it's devastating. You know, Absolutely. it was devastating, and and for for me, I I, you know, I take things a little harder than a normal person. I think because just because of the right. way I made. It took me all the way back to Nipsey. It took me back to yeah. Pop Smoke. Yeah. I mean, Absolutely. it just took me back. And I, I started breathing all over again. It even took me back to Kobe. And I was just like, oh my God, I, I need to get out this funk. But when yeah. you yeah. lose great people, and again, I really do not want people to come for me. I ain't comparing him to Kobe. I'm just saying, and I'm definitely not comparing him to Nipsey, but I'm yeah. saying, for me, they were kind of the same as far as important. You know, Marjorie, Marjorie. I don't know, but from what I'm seeing on social media, people 
they were modules. Like you said, they they set they set the new the new tone. They they set the tone for this new generation. And you're right. A lot of the rappers that came after them kind of had that same niche. You yes. know what I mean? They kind of mm-hmm. had that. And before nobody really did ad-libs and stuff like that. You're right. You're hundred percent correct. So y'all set a mark. Y'all set the bar for certain rappers now today, you know what I mean? For the new generation. So it's definitely a hard pill to swallow because they were modules, you know, like they might not have been as important as Nipsey and Kobe, you know, but they set the tone. Yeah. And, and anytime somebody is unique for me, because yeah. one right. thing I know, one thing I know, it's easy to be like everybody else. Easy. Right. Right. It's hard when you are born different and when you are unique. And of course, people giving them accolades and hands now, but everybody know anybody know who's different and who's unique. You was like that before people knew who you was. So before they was clapping for you, they was capping on you and they was talking about you and they was putting you down. So the strength and the courage that it takes to get to their level is something I will always respect because You know, they didn't look like, you know, everybody looked like them now. But you, let's think back a little they bit. Had, they, they, had they had their own. They had their, their own, own, their own style. Yes. Let's they think did. back a little bit. Dreads, come on. Wayne was wearing right. dreads. Yes. Right. But not a lot of, of people Wayne, really, not a lot of rappers had dreads. You know what I mean? You, right. That's not what you're doing. Right. And right. Because and because they had a different aura to them you know they had a different yeah. swag you know that's drip whatever the key whatever yeah, they say right. they definitely had their own thing going on like not a lot of people nipsey wasn't dressing like that you know what i mean Lil wayne right. might have had the dreads but he didn't dress like them you know he didn't yeah. have that tone like them you know it, it's totally different you know so yeah. and they to me they are history makers and they're trailblazers yeah. and you know i i I, I, my heart goes out to Quavo and to Offset, and I hope and pray that they are in counseling because that is something. When you look at um, T. Boz and um, Chili, they never really got. Come on now, because that's a that's a blow. When somebody yeah. that you have performed with and went on tours with and all this just t- taken from you like that, that's hard. Yeah, yeah. that's a real blow. So I hope that they are in some type of therapy and counseling, and I hope people. Who will give them their privacy and their respect Absolutely. that they need to grieve because that's tough, man. That is but tough. look at the society tough. that we live in. Look at the society that we live in today. I I personally I, I wish that was the case. I wish that would happen. But until right. the situation is kind of rectified or comes to like a head, they're gonna keep trolling. They're gonna keep insinuating this and insinuating that and making it seem like this and making it seem like that. Look what they said about Quavo. Right. So it's it's gonna be a minute before they're able to have peace on that situation, I believe. What they say about Quavo? That he like initiated the he was like the, the yeah, reason why he got why he got shot. He was like starting the argument, is what they were trying to say. It's well, so you many know, stories there. It's, it's so a lot many. of stories. Yeah, it's it's always going to be a lot, a lot of, of stories. It's always going to be a lot of stories because exactly. you know how it is when Biggie died. You may not know, Zoe, but for me, when Biggie <laughs> died, look, <laughs> listen, I 
was on my way. I remember where I was when I heard Biggie die. I was on my way to church and almost didn't go to church. I was like, wait, hold the up. Biggie? Mm -hmm. Not Biggie. I just was hurt, like devastated. Not big. I was devastated. And for years and years, people don't say all kind of things about who's behind that. You know, yep. so we may never. Well, I, I, I can relate to that because my my only devastation, you know, to rappers and anything like that was Mo three. That that broke my soul. Oh, I, oh yeah, I was hurt. I ain't. Gonna, I was hurt. 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 Again, I close cried. to home. Yes, yes. that my was close to home too. Dallas. Was my family's from Dallas. Yes, my family yeah. is from Dallas. So that really was like, oh my god, on the highway. Like, right. wait, what? It's gotta be a, a, a right. video. You know what I mean? Like, this gotta be mm -hmm. something else. This can't right. be real. You know, but absolutely. Yeah, it's just. I was hurt. It's, it's just especially when you so you heard the details of it. Like, yeah. he's trying to get away. Right. You know, in your mind, you thinking. Oh my God! You know that one hurt me too. Imagining it, yeah, you know, oh, yeah. Just like trying to play it yeah. back, and, and then you got rappers online like, "Man, somebody holding up the freeway!" Woo, 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 like going off, and it's like, "Hold on, did you right. have some part in this? What's what's cool? What's really going on for y'all to really post this like that? Right. What's happening? You know, and it's so sad. It's still sad to me. I love yeah. very. It's very November. Sad. It's November, y'all. <laughs> yeah yeah Wait. well i don't know i don't i don't know i don't want to dwell on that too too much because i'm getting right. all of my feelings again right it was it was it was nevertheless yeah it was yeah. a rough week let's say that it was definitely it was. a rough week it was it was it a was. rough week it was, it was, but yeah, know, it was bittersweet. Of thankfulness, which should be all year, but you know, we in the month of Thanksgiving, so absolutely, and and, and Wakanda forever, forever. <laughs> Wakanda <is> forever, <laughs> which is next week, Wakanda. Yes, and I cannot <laughs> wait. I cannot wait. So. Friday gonna be bananas. With that being you said, know. you already know. Down. I'm just thinking of how many times am I gonna go to this one? Oh my god! The last seven. That's when I went three times by myself and times with other people. So I don't know how many times I'm gonna go to this one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't blame you. But anyway, okay. let's take a quick break, you guys, and we'll come back with the social media stories of the week. Some juiciness. Has your path to success been blocked by lack of training, outdated skills, or just feeling like you can't keep up with advanced technology? We have a solution for you. TT Innovative Solutions can help get you on track and assist you with the skills and services you need to achieve your goals. If you need website design, virtual conference hosting, technical skills development, help desk support, and more, TT Innovative Solutions has got you covered, and they're here to teach, train, innovate, and solve. Visit ttinnovate.com today for more information or to book an appointment. And don't don't forget to mention Stunner Radio sent you. 
Beautiful. We're back. Yes, we're back. Beautiful tribute. Yes. Love it, love it, love it. It was so much to talk about this. So week. what was- social media story caught y'all eye the most? <laughs> I got a feeling I know which one caught y'all eye the most. But what, which one caught y'all eye the most? It was so many. Lord Jesus. It was just... I know. It was it was so many ones. Um, so just, for me, well, I don't I'll tell know. I caught my item most. What was that? Because we talked about them on the show. You already know where I'm going. Oh, These people, oh, we talked oh. about them a couple yeah. weeks ago. The guy, uh, the funny guy, Latruth, and his girlfriend or his wife. No. I mean. We t- we may have talked about him too, but I'm talking about Blueface and oh, oh yeah, yeah. they so full of that them. dramatic no dramatic debacle. Yes, yes, <laughs> they doing but, the most this but week. But she's not dumb though, and that's that's why I like Krishan because she's not dumb. I, yeah. I you can't make me believe, right? Like you, I I don't believe that. I believe when you're placed in a certain position. Mm-hmm. You just might go along with anything that is surface. You feel me? Like you just might go along with certain things because you're trying to stay in your bag, you know. But to at a certain point, it has that the nonsense has to stop. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah. It was. It was. A what lot. is going on? What do you think is is going on? Like, is are these so, publicity stunts? I, that's what I'm starting to think because the messages that right. she posted, the messages that she posted, she said, "You don't like me for real. You oh, just God. like you just like me for what I can do for you, you know." And he did respond like, "You're messing up my image now. Like, oh, yeah, you already know what it is. You mess. You're damaging my image. You're bad for my image." But pause. You didn't so play your baby me. mama like that. You're not playing your baby mama like that. Well, if you think oh, wait a minute, he don't have a baby with Krishan. No, no, no kids. No, he. She was no going. Kid. Okay, okay. So this is what I was telling you a little while ago. Blueface had a show called BGC, which is Blueface Bad Girls Club, kind of like. Krishan right. was pretty much the only one that was on there knocking bitches out. You know, she was pretty much the only one on there that was like no way to the spunk or whatever it is. You know, she's young. She's fresh like 22. She's she's young. She's a young female. So he has carried her, you know, with him. You know, you got this popping song that bust down, Tatiana bust down. I want to see you bust down. You popping. Now you got a show. Right. And now you need something else. Like you you need something else because all these other rappers out here have five and ten baby mamas. Right. Well, so you pretty much in the same boat. He already had a baby with that girl that mm-hmm. went on um, one of the girls from Bad Girls Club in, he, that did an interview with Megan James. He, She already has a baby. And she just had another baby mm-hmm. by Blueface while he's been with Krishan. But they technically weren't together. <laughs> that sounds messy. Because he doesn't want to settle down. That sounds real messy. Yes, very. It's really, real lame. Messy. it's really lame. And I very think Krishan knows what's going on at this point. Yeah. She she's like, okay, I've been I've been quiet for so long, but now you defending your baby mama against me. I got a problem with that. 
Mm-hmm. And rightfully so. Like, you can't make that girl look that dumb. Right. Wow. So uh, I agree with you when you say it's a publicity stunt when he say you making my image look bad. So basically she would she stopped she started talking beyond her role that she was supposed to be playing. That part. That part. Now you're talking too much. You having an opinion, you wanna go to the, the social media and talk about what's going on behind closed doors versus just being quiet and being the arm candy. Now you're doing too much. Yeah, but I also mm. think she'd be beating his ass too. She probably do if she was fighting like she you said she wasn't bad. <laughs> and I think I think at a certain point he has to kind of like defend himself, you know, like Absolutely. like hold on, you gotta chill out, you know, because I seen a video where they were like out on the street and Krishan was like, Come on, come on, like oh grabbing him and she kind of just fired off on him like a few times and then he kind of was like he reacted you know he did it back to her and it was like yeah she be whooping your ass mm -hmm. <laughs> she mm -hmm. be on your head all the time <laughs> mm. <laughs> so it just looks like a whole it's just very toxic it looks definitely very a debacle. it's a debacle and toxic all at the same time and debacle I would never want to be involved in yeah. Ever in life, but yeah. she, but I do agree with Krishan when she when she made the comment about his baby mama going on the doing the interview. You know, mm -hmm. I don't know if they had enough to pay Krishan or not. That's not my business. What is my issue is mm -hmm. if you asking so many questions about Krishan, why you don't have Krishan on there? How another woman gonna answer for me? Exactly. I'm confused. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. That's just like one of us going on the show and then they asking questions. Well, well, well how is Lisa Danae? I'm not well, answering anything about my own. Speak for another person because that's that person. That's how I feel. Especially well, you know, a lot of people like that. A lot of people do that though. A yeah, lot of people who will go and try to speak on behalf of, uh, of somebody, somebody else. Somebody else, right. <laughs> yes. I, 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 I've seen it. I've seen it with my own eyes. A lot of people will try that, shiggity. And people will try to get close to people who they think know something and start asking them, well, what is she really like? And what is she? You don't know. Just because you saw this person with me, they don't know me. That part, you know, they, not, they, they, know know they don't really know me, right? They know what I want them to know. Hello, that happens a lot. I'm like, I mean, I might plant on purpose so you think that's what I do, and that's not really what I do because I know you're a mold, so I'm gonna tell you some shiggity on purpose. Some nonsense, just some feed nonsense. you a whole bunch of nonsense. That's, that's me. <laughs> I'm gonna make up a whole story. <laughs> I've done way. that before. Uh -huh. I've exactly. done that before. Yeah. I, I had a meeting. I had a meeting at Stunner Radio. And <laughs> I said I was getting ready to do something. And I don't know if y'all remember, but it was different from what I was doing. And I said, this is a new division I'm getting ready to start. And I wasn't. But I said, let me see where the repeat repetition, who gonna repeat this I'm and to that. whom and where I'm gonna hear it back from. Exactly. And with in less than a week, I oh, heard yeah. it back from somebody else. And I was like, Okay, based on who I heard it from, I know where it came from. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm. it's a weeding out. It's, it's, a, it's a weeding out process. 
because exactly. a lot of people, and I think that's what these 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 rappers and these celebrities, they need to understand that some of these women mm -hmm. just dealing with them for clout. You know, they say it all the time. They clout chasers. Right. And so if they can get an interview of their mama, their uncle, their sister, whoever. And just it just so don't make say, no sense. Just so they can say that they've been around that person. Yeah. And, and keep some mess going. Exactly. Because they getting a check from it. That's why you see people run to um, TMZ and all them other, you know. Reporting in the blogs. and Exactly. Reporting in the blogs. Probably the blog writer. They probably writing the whole story. No, they have the blogs on speed album. Exactly. Well, you know, I was I was sitting in the corner last night and I seen such and such, such and such. You know, that's crazy. That that has to be tiring. It's crazy, but it's supply and they demand. Because if we Look. said we don't care, they get paid because they know we care. But if we got to the point where we were like, okay, we don't care about messiness no more. Tell us something different. Mm -hmm. Then right. they would have to change. They That'll would have be to change. Ball game. Yeah. Exactly. You agree, you're right. I definitely agree. Because have that. you noticed? Have you noticed that when it came to like the Kardashians, people used to care about everything they did. Everything. I mean, if they went to the grocery store, if they changed their hair, if they lost right. weight, if they did re regular stuff, people used to care. When people stopped caring, they had to get more dramatic. They had to do more dramatic things because people just stopped caring. They did. They stopped caring. And I think it's, that's what we have. That they don't have the show no more. Especially because they, they don't have a show. They do. They still have a show. They do. Okay. They have a show on Hulu. But the thing is, I think they have lost their audience because it mm -hmm. oversaturated us. And yes. I, I hope that's going to happen with Messy. I hope that especially Black people get sick of Messy so much that we just stop paying attention to Messy people. You talking about Black folks. Stop it. <laughs> There's always hope. <laughs> <laughs> There's always hope. Keep hope alive. Keep hope yes. alive. <laughs> Keep yes. hope alive. Because oh you already know. <laughs> Look at you. Yeah. Keep hope alive. Yes. Keep hope alive. You know, alive. but but on those lines, we're talking about uh I mean, y'all sent me a lot of stuff and it was so many things I wanted to talk about in the videos that, that we, you know, we were sharing together. I don't know where to start, but I think I'm going to start with this one because it's kind of like what we're talking about. Not really, but we can make it work. So okay. <laughs> I just want to talk, uh, talk about this particular video because I just felt like it was really, I don't know. I want to get you guys take on it because it really, I don't know. I, I, I enjoyed what the lady was saying. So let's take a listen. Oh, yeah. I mm -hmm. like her. Mm -hmm. I like her. She she has a and podcast. Me, you got it. And a tool for you. Mm -hmm. that helps fix something in me mm -hmm. same you know what mm -hmm. i'm saying and it, it's not just about this mm -hmm. it's like yo utilize them mm -hmm. when you need some gentleness call shekinah mm -hmm. you need that yeah. mm -hmm. when you need yeah. understanding call call yeah. yeah when you need to feel alive call ashley yeah. you know those are tools yeah you know what i mean that's a tool and we don't take we take for granted mm. the people that we have in our lives mm -hmm. and then Gifts that they mm -hmm. possess. Mm -hmm. We take that it's like shit. You say all the time, we can never treat this as common. We can't. And people don't it's get not. to experience this, bro. It's almost unfair. Okay, ladies. I don't know about y'all. What tool do you think you are? 
I think I, I think I am. I can be. I'm a multi. I'm a mm-hmm. multi multi tool. Yeah. So agree. I am. I'm a great listener. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the I'm the friend that you can call, and I'm a I'm gonna give you the rationale. I'm a listen. Yeah. I'm a think about what you told me, and then I'm gonna spit it back to you in a rational sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I am the bubbly, excited one. About I'm just I'm I feel like I've always been a big kid. I've I've grown. I'm a grown woman, but I'm still that big kid that loves and get excited about the little things in life. So that's me. I think I'm the realist, the realistic one. Like I like to put things into perspective and I, I like, you know, to be optimistic and stuff like that. But overall, I'm I'm being a realist. Like we gotta really break it down and see, like, okay, where do we start? You know, and sometimes you need that too, you know. So I, I think that's definitely what um I am. I'm definitely an overall, you know, good listener, same, you know, T Baby, but Overall, I think putting things into perspective is my biggest thing. Like, is it good or is it bad for you? Which one is it? You know, I think that's my biggest tool. Mm-hmm. So cool. <laughs> <laughs> what tool are you, Lisa? Are you a multi-tool? I think, I, I think I, you're a multi-tool. I, maybe. I believe maybe. so. But I think for the most part, I'm the one you come to when you want to feel alive. Because... Okay. No matter what's going on, I'm about okay. But what are we doing right now? Like we, yeah. we're alive. <laughs> let's 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 not worry about yesterday. Let's what what are we doing right now? You know, mm-hmm. I'm the one who I'm just grateful to be alive. So when people come to me with a whole lot of sob story, it's hard for me to hear that because I'm like, okay, what what are we doing right now though? Like mm-hmm. let's be happy to be alive. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm the one that's going to help you be grateful for whatever you got. I can't dwell on what you don't got. Yeah. And I can't dwell on what happened. I like to dwell on what what in the now. Like where we at right now? Okay, where mm-hmm. we at right now because we all can pull out a long list of people that did us wrong, you know, right. didn't love us right put us out their house. I didn't had a long list of people to put me out and some of the people lived in my house. <laughs> but I can't worry about that. Even when they did, guess what? I stood outside the house and said, at least I ain't dead. <laughs> at least I ain't dead. Like Miss Silly, I might be black. <laughs> I might be ugly. But I'm here. Right. <laughs> Yeah. I'm that friend. I'm yeah. that friend that's going to make you feel alive because look, I just feel like life is too short to care about silly stuff. Mm-hmm. That part. You know? And everybody can't take that. I understand. I understand everybody can't take it because I had a friend who called me and, and was complaining about, well, it's a dude. <laughs> well, she don't want to go trick or treat with him. And, Mm-mm. you know, I'm the only one that, you know, I'm the parent that takes care of all the holidays and blah, blah, blah. I said, who cares? Y'all child is healthy. Y'all child is, is okay. Healthy. I had a sick child that was in the hospital. I had a sick child that couldn't walk, was in a wheelchair. This was the around the time when he was doing all his complaining. He couldn't get it. He was like, well, it don't mean my complaints ain't valid. It means don't waste time on stupid stuff. Yeah. You can't cry over you can't cry over spoiled milk. And I mean, 
your situation it's always somebody else in a worse situation worse, worse. you know what i mean so you have to be grateful for what you do have and humble be humble you know you really have to because i could cry about trick-or-treating i can't go trick-or-treating because i'm pregnant you know i we could we could complain about that all day but as long as i'm here today i'm gonna dress yes. your ass up yes. put that costume on you and sing your ass out the door have fun yes Right. Exactly. I think that's my role in, in, in the friend group is to just be happy for today because guess mm -hmm. what? Tomorrow's over and no, tomorrow ain't here yet and yesterday is over. Yeah. So let's a just exist day. right it's now and be happy for today. Yeah. It's a yep. new day. It's already. I agree. I, I definitely can see that. I, I've, you know, I, I can see that for, for you, Lisa. Definitely. I, I know that. I know that part. You're like, okay, we're here right now. What are we doing right now? <laughs> no. So I, yes, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. But yeah, um, I feel like we can spend some time on, on some stuff. But let's not spend too much time on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not too much. Not like, too we can much. talk about it. Definitely. Let's get it out there, you know, but let's not get it off your chest. Yeah. Let's, let's not get it off your chest. Over. Don't hold it. Yeah. But then now what we about to do. <laughs> yeah, I'm, And I'm not a wallower either. So I think that's a, a good thing, too, because it's like sometimes you really just have to be like, OK, this is what happened. Now we move on. And what are we going to do right yeah. now? How are we going to pick up the pieces? You know, right. and that's like that's why I said realist because right. we're going to pick up the pieces. Right. We're going to get you up. We're going to do what we need to do and go about our day, whether it is or it isn't. You know, we're going to push forward, keep on mm -hmm. pushing. You ain't got to have a smile on your face, but you're going to keep pushing regardless yep. of what's going on. You know, so it's true. Definitely. Definitely. I could see that. And I think the point of her video was that you need all of that. You need yes, all of that. You need Agreed. the realist. You need the, the spiritual person. You need the person mm -hmm. that's going to tell you which moon is acting up. Because <laughs> that's <laughs> me, baby. She's going to tell you, look, it's a full moon in, in Neptune. She's going to tell you what the hell going on. <laughs> hide your watches and hide everything you got because there's some shit yes. going on. <laughs> you know, be she careful gonna tell you what's happening. Yes. That's right. <laughs> She gonna tell you to get that cinnamon, honey. When I got that text about that cinnamon, I was like, okay, hey, hey, come on, yes. Hey, listen, <laughs> listen, listen. I just you need I, I, all I, that. When I think I people that. make a mistake, people make a mistake when they want all their friends to be alike. Well, that's if we all alike, weird though. That's weird to yeah. me. That's uh, that's yeah. what makes your. That's what that's what makes um. Friendships last is when you're different people. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't right. want everybody to be the same. That's yeah. crazy. It's like right. a paper. Uh, it's it's a cookie cutter. I don't right. want a cookie cutter friendships. Yeah, that's because I can be friends by myself. I don't yeah. need uh, other people. I don't need somebody that's just like me. Exactly. I don't. They're gonna be telling me the stuff that I already know. Exactly. Like you repeating my thoughts. I don't need. Yes. <laughs> I don't need me repeating my own thoughts to myself. I need someone outside of me that thinks differently than me who actually might see something that I don't see. And that's mm -hmm. part of having real friends. They see what you are so conditioned to see. They see outside of that. Yeah, They look and on the outside. For me, going back to the video, 
if I can't call you and get the uplifting that I need, what are we what are we doing? You know what I mean? Like why why are we in the same friend group if you're an uplifter too? You know what I mean? Like why why are why are we in the same friend group? Because it's not it's yeah. not working. Sometimes yeah, you do need sometimes you do need different things from people, you know, and that's why God puts you in place with people because you have to really be able to be in tune and get certain things from somebody. Right. Right. And I think that when you get older or as your life changes, mm-hmm. that changes. Yeah. Too. Like, Preach to the people in the back. They I, one problem I find, <laughs> yeah. One problem I find with friend groups is, is sometimes you change. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. you, we all have experienced this. Sometimes mm-hmm. you change and then you come around your friend group and, and they don't, you can't really relate to the new you. So you start acting like the old you to make yeah. them comfortable, mm-hmm. but it's not helping nobody. It's not helping. No, it's not it's helping nobody. Not helping so you, it don't benefit you. It don't benefit you at all. Cause you sitting there miserable pretending to be something that you're not. But I think that's when, that's when the releasing comes in. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes you do have to let go yes. of certain things in order for other things to come in. I, I genuinely I believe. Who is this on? Who's this on the left, top left of my screen? Who I genuinely you? believe. That. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. I do. <laughs> who is this at the top left of my screen? Okay. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Someone no, no. listening. <laughs> yes. 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 It yes, is important. Yeah. It is definitely yes. important. Um, and like Lisa said, when you get older. And I think when we were in our 20s, I know when I was in my 20s, I was like, no, these are the friends I'm going to have forever, forever, forever. Mm-hmm. But that didn't happen. Yeah. Um, life, life takes toll. Family dynamics change. And who you are as a person when you start growing and you start gravitating to other stuff that, that those friends are not into. Yes. And you complete, that's, that's where the... The, the breakup happens. And so you realize, okay, well, when I get older, I'm not going to have as many friends, but I'm going to have some friends that are significant in my life that brings things to my life that are important. You know, right. you have to be inspired by your friends too. Like I'm right. somebody that inspires you. You don't want nobody that's take, take, taking. I don't need takers. Yes. I want to be inspired. That is so true, T-Baby. And, you know, I was watching a a video clip of Oprah and Gail, and they were talking about the fact that they had been at some event, and people were asking people, how many friends do you have? How many people you have in your friend group? And and they were laughing because people had five and six, and they was looking at each other like, where are they getting all these friends? (laughs) But I think... I think we look at it different. Like, if you got two good friends, you're, you're making, winning. Okay, look, you're making it. You're making it. Right. That's why I say it, it, it starts doing When you get in your 40s, then that's when you realize how minimal your friend group is. Because in your 40s, you if you're not stable, then you it's, it's understandable. But when you are stable woman who's been through some stuff 
and you've grown and you've done the heal, you're still doing your healing work. You don't even look the same. Like me and Lisa say, you look in the mirror, you don't even look like the same person you were two years ago. You understand why your friend group is small. Yeah. Because everybody cannot, you're not for everybody. You're right. you're not the cup of tea for everybody. Yeah, and that's right. okay. Right. But I know when we was in our no, I know when I was in my 20s and my teenage years, we were always trying to, I know I was because I'm a friendly person. I was like, well, why don't like me? But then I had to realize as I got older, everybody's not gonna like me because I'm this bubbly person. That part, I'm not even always have never have anything going on. Yes, I do, but I look at the positive side of stuff, mm -hmm. right? But not even just being bubbly, some people just don't mesh with your personality, you know what I mean? You Absolutely. might you might wanna, you know, say what's really on your heart, you know. And they might not be receptive of it. Everybody right. is not receptive of reality. Some people's realities are tainted, you know? So it's yeah, kind of that's true. <laughs> that is very true. Like <laughs> it's just it's just the reality, especially as black women. We know that we go through a lot of shit. Yeah, because I can honestly say when I was like fresh 18 to 25, maybe, you know, it was like Oh, you think you got all these friends, you know, you think you have all these people in your corner that you can call, you know, mm -hmm. but when something really happens, like life changing yes. or yeah, when it's life changing or anything like that, you don't, you don't have many people that you can call. You have maybe a handful, you know, and when you really see that and go through things, you're like, okay, let me reevaluate my, the, the word friend, you know? Mm -hmm. That's why I use it very lightly. Like, yes, I, I use that friend very just like the word love and yeah. friend. They mean the same thing in my my dictionary. Yeah. The the word friend, I be I evaluate you just as much as you evaluate me. <laughs> and maybe more so. Well, that's a very I good point you, that you made. I don't pull your chart. That's never. a very good point that you made about love and friend because I think it's the same for me too because. I have a lot of friends that I am a friend to, hmm, but people that again. are friend to me, people who are friend to me are very, very few, very few. But yeah. see, I am the type of person that I am a friend. Like I don't necessarily need you to give it back to me. You know, when I was young, I did. The mm -hmm. older I get, I, I cannot change who I am. I am a giver. I am a loving person. I am a friend. So anybody who need a friend, I could be that. But the, the trick of it all is who is a friend to me? And that okay. is the number that's very few. <laughs> but as far as me, you know, a lot of people consider me their friend and they were right on that. I used to say, I don't know why she think I'm her friend. <laughs> but now, <laughs> now Baby, I realize I your neck roll. I used to do that time. Like, what is what you my friend? about? We are not friends. We are not friends. But now, like, the older I get, I realize I am her friend. She, If the person is saying that, I am their friend. I have been a friend to them. Mm -hmm. But ask them if they my friend. That's yeah. when the situation, the tables turn. I don't know. See, we're different on that part because you got to be my friend for me to be your friend, baby girl. We that was me. That was me when I was younger. But the older I get, yeah, because I just I accepted who I am, and who I am is I'm 
just a loving, giving person. That's just who I am. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now you're not gonna use and abuse me now. Okay. You're not gonna use and abuse me. After you done show me that you're not worthy, I'm not gonna be your friend. <laughs> but right. I am the type of person I could be a friend to anybody. You bring me somebody broke, busted, and disgusted and say they need a friend. I'm there. That's me. That's who I am. I don't have no requirements, I don't have no prerequisites. That's just who I look at Zoe face. And like, that's what? a dangerous way to be. Mm -hmm. it is oh, it's dangerous. It's no joke. It's a dangerous way to be. It's a hurt. It, you you are hurt many many times, but it's just who I am, and I just recently accepted that. But I also learned: don't just give it to anybody. Don't cast your pearls among right. swine, as it's the Bible sweet. say. But I cast so many people that can, if they told the truth. If they told the truth, they would be able to. Say, yeah, she was a friend to me. Oh yes, because I was, because okay. I have given and done for a lot of people, but they haven't done the same for me, and that's okay for me right now in this stage of my life. Right, and I think I think you saying about being hurt, it's a lot of hurt and pain in that. I think that's my biggest fear because I did do that before. You know, I did kind of get used, and I did you know get abused type thing. You know, and it's like. You don't want to continue to repeat a cycle that you don't have to. So now in order to protect myself and the people that are around me and that genuinely love me and my friends, I'm not going to bring anybody else into that. And I don't know for sure or 100 percent if you are for me or not. I can't I can't do that to myself. See, that's the tightrope that you walk. That's the tightrope that you tight. walk. And I had to learn that. I had to learn, and it's very hard. I'm not going to say it's an easy thing to learn. It's a very hard thing to learn <laughs> because for many years, I was closed. I ain't let nobody close. Who is you? Who is your people? What you want? God damn it. Yeah, because I, yeah, I know the type of person that I am. But very recently, I learned I do not want to let nobody else's behavior change who I am. Yeah. And I am a lover. I'm a giver. I am a friend. I'm the true definition of a friend. Yeah. I ain't going to let nobody change me. But what I learned is do not waste, you know, don't waste quality on fools. Right. And, <laughs> yeah. And be true to yourself. So I learned to be true to myself. Mm -hmm. and, and if a person comes to me and I see them as worthy, I'm going to be their friend. Yeah. I ain't going to expect nothing in return. I'm going to yeah. be open and I'm going to be their friend. But the moment they show me they are unworthy, Bye. And it ain't even no hard feelings because everybody yeah. ain't worthy. That's true. That's true. Yeah. That's my, my yeah. best friend used to be like, Who is this? Who is this new chick you got around you? And it's like, Okay. After a while, I had to really be like, mm, Okay, you must see something that I don't see. Absolutely. She does. Step back, you know, and I am younger than my friends. So it's like, Okay, maybe they do see something that I don't see. So let me reevaluate, you know. And so that's kind of why I'm. It really ain't no new friends for me. But see, for me, I, I welcome new friends. I welcome it because I know I have a lot to give. I have a lot to give. And it's part of my purpose on earth. It's part of who I am. Okay. So if that's just a, that's just a, a, a place of growth that I've made it to. Because before, <laughs> I was on that same thing. No new friends. Friends who? Nigga, where? The please. I wasn't with it. <laughs> but now I have grown to a point where I know that's part of my purpose. 
And a lot of people who need a friend don't even have it in them to be a friend back. They can't. Yeah. And that's yeah, fine. Incapable. I'm going to yes, give them what I, what I meant to give them and I'm going to move along. Yeah. You yep. know? You, you come into people's life on, on purpose. Yeah. You, yeah. You're there I agree. You're there to give them a lesson. Maybe you're there to touch them, to give them a wake up call. You never know what your what your, your purpose, purpose is. For but okay. but I think y'all know that you know I haven't always been that because I have. Oh, was, I know. It's, it's hard. That's what I said. I know. It's oh, very know. hard for me to let go of people when I feel like I can still help them. So yeah. I just be like, oh, but I can give her this and I can help her and I can do this. But I learned it's somebody else who needs you. Let that go. Yeah, you've given what you were meant to give. Now move on. Yeah, and exactly. I had to learn it was more of me walking in my purpose and knowing what I was here for and yeah. knowing what I'm here to give than to just stay on one person who just bent on being a fool. I, mm -hmm. I don't have time for that, you know. And I think if we all learn that, especially people who are gifted and empathic. And full of love. It's a lot of people walking around here full of love, but nobody gonna get it because they've been hurt, they've been abused, they've been dogged, they've been stepped on, and now they closed. The door is closed. Yeah, they closed. <laughs> the door is not open. <laughs> and that I, I, makes me sad. That makes me sad because they have absolutely so much to give. It does. I, I, I'm, I'm like Lisa. I have a lot of people. I have people gravitating towards me, and for a long time, I was like, "Why? Why are these people gravitating towards me?" Um, even when I was, you know, just being me, just like in my own, not even trying to engage. I just have people who are speak and smile, and they when they pass me, it's like an energy transfer. Yeah, and I don't think people pay attention to that. Like. I forgot where I was going. I was coming out of somewhere and this lady, she looked up to me and she said, hey, how you doing? And everybody else she passed, she didn't do that to. But when she got to me, she said, hey, how you doing? And smiled and stuff. And so I, I, I don't take that lightly because I know that it's something that she needed from me in that yes. moment when she yes. passed me. Yes. So so I'm going to tell you my story because that used to always happen to me too, T-Baby. And then when I met Lisa, we had this event and she was like, you are so beautiful. You're dimple. Like she didn't know me from a can of paint. T-Baby, she didn't know me from a can of paint, but I was oh, also oh. like, I was also like already eyeballing and looking at her, looking at her lipstick, like, okay, I like that. Okay. You know, I was already like, okay, who is that? Like, I like, you know, you just pee people and then conversation began and then, you know, she invited me to do the show. And so I never really knew like what that would not just that, but I never knew like why people gravitated towards me so much until I met Lisa, because it was like, she was like, it's something about you. You know, you have this greatness about, you know, you have something good in you and I can see that. And it's like, damn, nobody ever told me that, but people tend to, you know, cling towards me or want to have conversation or just know who right. I am, you know, not just because I'm pretty, but because of who I am, like my name or my dimples, like something has attracted this person to me. Right. Absolutely. So that, that's you, have, my... you have that it thing. Yeah, yeah. You have that it thing. Like, and, and, and a lot of people will walk past it and be like, yeah, she got it. But so what? 
I'm not that person because, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, I, I, it was many years in my life where I couldn't go nowhere, especially no church. They will <laughs> always pull me out the group. And I was like, oh, my God, leave me alone. Yes. Because I felt yes. like I was being picked on. But mm-hmm. they would always pull me. You right there. Come here. Yeah. You got this gift. You got, and I'd be like, oh my God, I just want to live. Leave me alone. <laughs> but then I realized, I was like, this is not a bad thing. This yeah. is a good thing. You know, right. so now I, I literally have, and this, it blew my mind when I did it, you know, and I started doing it more. So I saw this young man and I just saw something special about him. And back in the day, I wouldn't have said nothing because I'd be like, I don't want him to think I want him because I'm old enough to be his mama. You know, all kind of reasons yeah, right. not to say nothing. Mm-hmm. So I said, I said to myself, I don't care. I'm going to say something. And I said something to him. I gave him a compliment. I said, I just love the way you work. I love the way you do your job. Like you, you are awesome. Like, I just want you to know, I think you, you, I think you're the bomb, you know? And right. I thought it was goofy because for one, he was young, you know, right. And I was using all these old words, you the bomb, and I think you're great. And I, in, in my head, I'm thinking, he thinking, okay, granny, you know, that's what I think. <laughs> but little did I know, so many people heard about that. Like he told everybody. And mm-hmm. then after that, any opportunity that he saw, every single time he sees me at work, if it's something that even look like I need help, he right there moving everybody else the way I got it. I got it. I got her. I got this. And I was like, wow. I didn't think what I said meant that it's big little thing. It, it was, was a, a little, little he needed that. He needed that word, those words of encouragement. Yes. Um, because he hadn't gotten it from anybody else. Nobody, and he was he felt unseen. He felt unseen. And so you saw him. Sometimes that little and that's bit what helps. I learned. Yeah, that's what I learned from. Huh? I said sometimes that little bit helps. Just even a few yeah. words of encouragement from somebody you don't even know. You know, right. sometimes that really like give you a pat on the back. Like, okay, keep going. Like, yep, you know, it's really yeah. Motivating. And that's what I learned. Instead of holding on and keep encouraging people who don't even much want to receive it or they just secretly in competition with you or all kind of really silly stuff. Instead of keep going back and forth with them, let them go. Okay. Bye. It's somebody else who just need a word of encouragement, who needs somebody to root them on, who needs somebody to encourage them, tell them they doing good. You know, I don't have time for that. So in that video, what I got of what she was saying is because the lady at the end said, a lot of people don't get to experience this. Yeah. And that stuck with me because it's true. It's very so true. many people don't have friends to tell them, oh, you looking good, T baby. Or okay, Zozo, Zozo coming through with the wisdom. You know, some people don't have none of that. You yeah. know, their friends will see them doing good or see them doing something different and just act like it's nothing. Yeah. Their family act like it's nothing. So what I took from that is don't devalue what you do and also share it share yeah. with other people right because you can be so friends so good to some folks good for them good to them for years and so what it ain't no growth in them they ain't no different than they was before you can be good to one person and the next thing you know they done took off you know what i'm saying right. it really did something for them exactly. so mm-hmm. that's I what I, I, I definitely agree with that 
because I've I've seen it before. I'm like you, Lisa. It's it's the young people that I be looking at, and I'll be saying, "Oh, you're doing such a good job." Da 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 da. And they be looking at you like, "What is this lady talking about?" But I see it, you know. I because when when I'm in the store, I notice people. It was an older man. It was a man on the on the chip aisle, and I probably shouldn't have been on the chip aisle, but I love my chips. And it was an older man on the aisle. He was stacking his chips, and I was with my son, and we was putting the stuff in the, in the basket and stuff like that. And and he was like, he was he was moving out the way from me. I said, "Oh no no no, you're doing your job." And I said, you're doing a really good job. We appreciate you. And he was like, thank you. You're looking really nice today. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. But just, just encouraging somebody, you know, because yeah. they, they are, we all work hard every day. And if you don't have somebody telling you that you're doing a good job, even if it's not your boss, if it's a random person that you don't know anything about, and they give you those words of encouragement, they can send you on in, to the next next thing. You know, you just right. never know what people need in that moment that you uh, encounter them. Right. Yeah, my, my thing is you don't always know a person's mental state. So right. just those few words could really just turn somebody's life around. You know, it can really change their perspective on something. Hello, right. Sweet noise, sweet noise says, "Wow, such beauties! Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in." <laughs> yes, yes, okay, okay. So one thing that got me this week—it was two things actually. So it was a—I think she was a not a Uber, but what was it? Um, she was doing like door, not not DoorDash. It was, I can't remember what it was, but it was like, <laughs> "Hey, Dad," he said. Good evening, Good evening. <laughs> <laughs> Good evening. Oh, Good sweet evening. noise says hi from Russia. Hi, hi. Yeah. thanks for tuning in. Hey, yes, thanks for tuning in in Russia. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, my biggest wow. one was. Um, Young MIA, is she really pregnant or was that like a Halloween prank? I'm not sure. I saw the photo, but I'm not sure if she is. But also, why would people why are people surprised? She's a female. Right. That's the part I didn't understand. Like because she's a student. But I, I mean, mean that's, that's a persona. Ex I mean, I mean okay. Now, if you're talking about a persona, okay, that's different, but I, I thought she liked girls, and when you with a girl, you know if you're not they necessarily have babies too, baby. I understand I'm that, but I guess it's, I guess it boils down to your sexuality. I guess I guess for me, I never, and this is the truth. Even before I saw that <laughs> photo, I never saw her as strictly dickly. Never saw her as that. Oh, really? Never. No, I never saw that for her. Yeah, but. no. I mean, as strictly I didn't see that at all. Like I didn't women. see that for her. I never saw her as strictly women. I, I, what I meant was the reverse of that. I never okay, saw her as strictly women. I never women. saw her as strictly dickly. Like I never saw her liking dick. Like I, I didn't see that for her. I saw a stud. Well, I know that she's a stud and she likes girls, but in my mind, who turning down? I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know who turning down. I'm just saying. 
I just didn't see that. That wasn't in my thought process. I don't think any female is going to ever turn down penetration from the real deal. I'm just saying. So in my head, it's not abnormal. It's kind of like, yeah, okay. She she okay. got she went to the other side. She got a little something, something and came on back. I mean, that's cool. Yeah, that kind of threw me off because I, mean, it makes I wasn't sense to me. That from, I wasn't expecting that from her at all. People, I wasn't expecting that from her because I've seen her in Miami before, and like I said. She's that's a stud, a bona fide stud with women on her entourage, like women around you, like all the time. So I definitely wasn't expecting that. But the top story that got me was the black girl that was delivering groceries, and the the white lady pulled up, parked her car, and said, "Right." That's the one that got me. I don't know if you have that one or not. I do have that one. Okay, you want to play it? Hold on, let me get that one because that one was crazy. That one, that one got me. Watch the whole. If you watch the whole video, the police even came and they were like, "Well, man, we're free to go. Like nothing even happened." But this woman just attacked me. This woman is coming towards my car. I feel threatened. You know, notified Karen at that. Notified Karen. She looks suspicious. You look suspicious with them grandma shoes on. But you just blocked me in like that, girl. Why are you gonna block me? How are you? And then you walking towards my car. Exactly. Oh, and oh, keep walking like they don't have no sense of boundaries. I'm keep telling you to back up, and you yeah. steady walking towards me. It's another video like that about a a, a Ken. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was up. definitely a Ken, and he got his African American female. I'm supposed to be a robber, ma'am. I have a degree in criminal justice. I have a degree in criminal justice. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing. Like, lady, please. And I'm on the clock. I'm literally working for Instacart, sir. And I told her exactly where apartment I went in. And she is being very racist and very nasty. That's no, why I called her. Ma'am, do not step up here. I, I'm, I'm going to get her. I was going to say, I think she's going to leave. Yeah, she's blocking me in. I know. She won't let me leave, but the po- I called the police, so they're on the way. So they're gonna make her leave regardless. And I may just spread charges because I feel threatened. Like she walked up on my car. Ma'am, please stop. Ma'am, please back up. Can you please? Oh, she didn't tell me she was with Instacart. She just did. I already did in the beginning. So, come on, sir. You can look at the girl. She's in the back. I still, I, I have another, I have another delivery. She's holding me up. If you both want, if you both want. Back up, ma'am. Back up. Okay, what's y'all take on this? This is crazy. That was they like I said, the boundaries for me is the problem. Like Mm -hmm. you can't block me. I don't have to tell you what I'm doing in the first place. That part because if my skin tone matched yours, if my skin tone matched yours, it wouldn't be a problem. Right. You would have said, okay, you're Instacart or ain't going about your day. My bad. You know, you would have at least apologized or anything. But because she's a black woman, because she's African-American, it's a problem. She's a robber. She's a thief. She's still It's crazy to me because, first of all, I just thought it was weird. I I mean, you know, I see things a little off. But I thought it was weird that she had to mention her degree in criminal justice. Okay, but you're still doing Instacart. So you don't have to justify that you're... 
I'm just saying. Yeah, you I wouldn't justify anything. I ain't telling you, you nothing. Yeah, I'm not going into all of that detail with you. I ain't going into all that either. That if I was hard to be like, lady, if you don't move, first of all, if you don't move, you're not a police officer. You cannot yeah, obstruct right. my, you know, my vehicle. You cannot obstruct my vehicle. I don't care if I ain't with Instacart. You can't. You're harassing me. You're, you're harassing right. me. Exactly. And I need you to move. And as soon as you step towards my car or anything, it's going to be a problem. So you want to get an angry black woman? That's what you're going to get today, Karen. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you better I'm move. I'm telling you, we got to start. Move. We got to start meeting these Karens with Karenika. Because Karenika, baby, if she would have met me, I would have turned into Karenika. And yeah, I heard exactly. a girl turning into Karenika a little bit. Because she was mm -hmm. like, oh, I feel threatened. Uh-uh, don't come near me. I feel. Yeah. That's right. Because that's what I would have did. Excuse I feel like you, you're about to attack me. I got PTSD. Exactly. <laughs> Baby, I would have had a whole case on her. I got PTSD. You done caused me to have a seizure. Trauma. Right. <laughs> the whole <laughs> Baby, I'm traumatized behind this. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. I'm traumatized behind this. <laughs> Thank you, sweet noise. Please subscribe to Stunner Radio. Thank you, Thank you for tuning Thank in. You. Thanks, Thanks from all the way from Russia. So, so I, you know, the video, it's crazy that you sent the video because I was just thinking today as I was leaving the grocery store, I encountered something that really like threw me off. I was, my feelings was hurt, but I wasn't mad. I just was thinking what is happening that race relations feel like it's going backwards. Like what? Right. What we've been here forever. We've been here forever. What is wrong with y'all? And that seemed like all of a sudden white people trying to get in the uproar in America. It's like, we've been here forever. Right. That part. Why y'all going backwards? Because they feel threatened. That's why they going backwards. Thank you. Thank you. It's ridiculous. That but they, do y'all they... see it? Do y'all see the race relations just getting worse? Absolutely. I Absolutely. I definitely see it. And it's it's really it's unfortunate. Bad. It's really unfortunate. And I don't I don't know how to tell somebody else how to act, but I know how I am gonna act. I'm gonna act like Karenika. I'm gonna <laughs> yes. go ahead and on, put it. You need to you didn't ask me if I wanted to press any charges. Because she's harassing right. me. Right. She's right. Blocking me in. She damn near attacked me. And I have it on video. She got close. Right. And I'm close. steady telling you right. to back up from my car. I'm I don't, don't approach me. Don't approach right. me. I don't want to explain me. anything to you because you are not an officer. Nothing. Yeah, you're not an officer. Nothing. I don't I don't have to tell you, you that I'm with you part. I don't have to tell you that I have a degree in criminal justice. I don't have to I'm tell you right. none of that. I need you to right. back up from my car. And if you don't, the police will go ahead and handle it. We're going to file a report today. Exactly. And I'm going to need you to pay for these groceries that have now been spoiled because yeah. they have sat in my cart. That part. Baby, she would have got an invoice from me. You made me. Yeah, you made me miss my next route. That's a problem, too. Because now yeah, the groceries are spoiled. Because you yeah, tapping in. You would have got an invoice from me, honey. I would have sent her a Absolutely. nice little invoice. And I think she hit my car. I think she hit my car also. Exactly. <laughs> well, I think she touched it. Yes. I think she her fingerprints are all I on the hood. She tapped it. All <laughs> on the hood. Mike said, preach. <laughs> I think she touched my car. 
Yes. <laughs> I was like throwing her back at it. I was like, lady, like, you don't get to block me in because I look suspicious to you. I didn't know she was with Instacart. I don't care what you knew. It's yeah, you you're not entitled to know. That's okay? the point. I, that's I the don't point have to explain the Mimi Tata thing to you, baby. That's the point. <laughs> that it's the like said, ass whooping, uh, invoice and an ass whooping. Right. <laughs> the ass whooping, uh, I, I would not have given her an ass whooping, especially right. not on camera. But once that camera went off, what was that you were saying? I think that's the reason why, you know, racism gets to where where it is now, because black people tend to react off of emotion. They tend to, you know, be rowdy and be like, rah, rah, rah. And in that type of instance, that's not how you're supposed to handle that. Right. You, you're supposed well, you to know, I, I, I agree with that. But but I think the, the thing that people don't understand and I know you understand but he, a lot of people don't know how long we have dealt with this shit. Yeah. Right. And it's annoying. Like when you deal with it, it take you back and you get angry because it's like, okay. how long do we have to deal with this? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Look, we are Americans. We born here. We didn't ask y'all to bring our ancestors from Africa to be slaves. Y'all did that on your own. Okay. We're here now. Let us right. be. Yep. You Let know, that be. leads me to what I was going to say at the end of the show and i was going to tell y'all i we cannot stream live on facebook tonight we couldn't stream live on facebook because facebook blocked me because i put up a video for black men's month and on that video a little slide i showed a black man being hung i showed a lynching they blocked you for that i saw that because it was part of it. they blocked me for that so really so you so did i make it up no, maybe they taking Did the history. They taking yes. the history out of school books. They taking slavery exactly. history out of out of out of school. So how dare you make it to where about. we can't share it? To where yeah. we can't show it? I had right. to see that when I was a little girl. Don't tell me what is against community guidelines. Don't tell me what's offensive. Yes, it's offensive. It been offensive. It was offensive when it was offensive when it was done. That part. That part. And, and, and it's crazy. offensive for you to feel like I can't acknowledge what happened to my people. That's mm -hmm. offensive. That part. Yeah. That part. And, that and I part. think that's what Karen's and all these people got to understand. Leave us the hell alone. We've been through a lot. We've been through enough. Our ancestors been through a lot. We've been through a lot. You don't know what people had to endure already with racism. And the nerve of somebody's face. Kay Davis moving said education starts at home. That's absolutely correct. Right. You know, these, these Karens tend to really feel threatened and, and, and really want to go there. We all can go there. We all have words that we can use the correct way. You know what I mean? We can we can do that if that's what you want to do. That's part. And Mike, Mike Mann said, these people have been binding us and the you today everything in the books and lessons are made up yep it's yeah and, and and k davis said when is when jesus gonna fix it fix the problem <laughs> when jesus gonna fix the problem well, well it's been going on for so long 
It's been going on. That part. That part. I don't know when Jesus is going to fix it, but I told, I, I believe, I can only speak for Lisa Danae, Jesus told me to fix it. <laughs> he told me if it's a problem in my area, mm. I can go ahead and fix it. Speak on it. <laughs> speak on it. <laughs> go ahead and fix it. You might want to come to my area. Look, I'm gonna call Jesus on you for you after I fix it. That's how it's gonna work over here. <laughs> I fixed it now. Let's pray. Please. And I'm gonna call Jesus for your healing. Right. <laughs> because off camera, but, that's a different story. Yeah, especially if you yes, if, especially if you're approaching me. <laughs> That's the part that kills me is they are so bold to approach you. Go go ahead. The go right ahead because you got the right black woman today. You got the right black woman today because I'm gonna give right you some words on your same level that you can comprehend. And if you don't or if you're not receptive to that, then we can go ahead and put the phones, put the phone down because that's a different story. Right. That yeah. part. Yeah. I just think that it's it's sad because even if the girl was a criminal, first of all, if she was a criminal, what you gonna do blocking her? That's what, what that's what I didn't understand. Like Who are you she had a weapon, you wouldn't even be still standing there too. She could have shot so, you. Ooh. She could have shot you. That that black woman could have shot you in, in the state of Texas. In a lot of other states, it's it's legal to carry a gun with or without a license. Right. So you right. might want to be careful with that's what you're doing. Right. Right. I think it's 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 sad because I think what what is happening, we all know what's happening. You can look around mm -hmm. you and see what's happening. What's happening exactly. is they're becoming a minority. You see less right. and less yeah. white people. You see more brown people, black people. You see more people of color. And mm -hmm. I understand how they probably feel. They probably feel like they're taking over. Well, how do you think we feel? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How do you think we feel? So, I mean, that's how we've been feeling forever. Yeah, so, I hey, you made this bed. You brought us over here. You made the bed. Now you got to lay in it. Mm -hmm. But you don't have a lot of Black people that are going to stand up and say something either. You, you have a lot of black people that will really sit there and wait on the police without recording or anything and and just go, go about their day. No, we're going to escalate this. You fooling with me. Exactly. <laughs> we need to. You didn't ask me if I want to press charges. We need to escalate, baby, because she's harassing me at this point. Exactly. Absolutely. And I feel threatened. I feel Absolutely. like she might follow me home. I feel like I don't know what's going to happen. Right. That's a good point that you make because... We do have to stand up as black people. We can't just be okay with it. You know, I had an example of taking my son to swimming class. And when I was signing him up, there was a little white boy or Asian, I can't remember, in front of him. The instructor asked him, asked him what his name was and how old he was. She gets to my son and totally don't even look at him and look at me. What's his name? I said, uh-uh-uh-uh. Ask him. Correct. You just ask that other little boy. Don't dis don't disregard him. He's standing right here. You ask him. Right. You that just part. ask the other little. Oh, I said no. Don't do that. 
Don't do that. You just ask this other little boy. Now, you get to my son and ask me, he can speak for himself. What makes you think he can't speak for himself? And she'll, oh, I didn't mean it like that. I I don't care. That's what you did. Yeah, but we're going to correct you it. Did. We're going we're gonna to correct the problem right yeah, now. Yeah, and we correct and I said, now you speak to him. And mm-hmm. then after it was over, I went to her supervisor as well. And I said, you you need to have a, a talk with yeah. her. She needs to yeah, understand that like clearly that. she has a bias. Because first of all, my son was he older than the other kid. So how are you going to ask me when you yeah. ask the other kid directly? And right. the supervisor was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm going to have a talk with her. I know you are because I'm paying too much money. I know you are. Because right. if you don't have a talk with her, I'm going to go to your supervisor. Mm-hmm. Hello? Just... We're going to escalate this. I need to right, talk to your supervisor, supervisor. Matter of fact, who owns this place? <laughs> exactly. That, that is always my question. <laughs> who is the, where is the owner? Who is your boss? Yes. Who signs your paycheck? <laughs> and, oh, and, and Kay Davis is right. They, they are not the minority in control but they're controlling all they are controlling all of the resources so where do black people come in where do they come in at well well they're not controlling all the resources as much as they used to be because see black people are are getting smart black people are buying up land black people are getting into oil and gas black people are getting into technology and data services into environmental studies black people are getting into medicine and uh big pharma these are the areas that they try to keep us out of technology Mm -hmm. pharmaceuticals land environmental oil and gas and they try to keep us out of cannabis baby we've been in cannabis so this is my this is my point my point is is that you have a handful of black people doing this versus they all doing this well, we got to start somewhere. We got to yeah. start somewhere. And yes, they all are doing it. And the reason why it's only a handful of us is because the rest of us are sleepwalking. We zombies. Mm-hmm. We worried about, you know, looking buying like the celebrities, new, the looking new drip. Like yeah, we worried about buying a new drip or, or mm-hmm. you know, getting a, a baby mama, a baby daddy or whatever. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, it takes some of us other people to help wake us up mm-hmm. so that we can control some of the resources. But right now, most of our people sleepwalking. And mm-hmm. all we can do is try to ring the alarm or wake them up. That's all we can do. That's true. Wake up. It's kind of like school days. Remember when they went into the to the uh to the yard and all them people were asleep in their dorms, and he said. Yes, wake up, people. Wake up and pay attention. Pay attention. Hey, David said what they getting into. Wow, I bought gas from a black man today. Not, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe you maybe you didn't buy buy uh, gas from a black man today. Um, but if you was in Georgia, you would have. Yeah, I I know. We got to start somewhere because if you go to Atlanta, if you go to Atlanta. Everything in Atlanta compared to other states, why don't we have more? Right. Well, why don't because, we have more? Because, because in, in, in Houston, is different. In Houston, we're gonna go to a gas station and it's nothing but Pakistanis or you know, Indians that own those places. It's it's a certain type of 
culture that owns certain things like well the mentality is different though and you know is different i have to agree with that's the only thing we have to know is that i i appreciate places like atlanta like Mm -hmm. even chicago in some areas where black businesses support each other they don't make up excuses like oh they don't have the thing i want so i'm gonna go across town no they support each other it ain't even like that in houston yet it's getting there but in houston it's all about convenience well it's closer to me down the street so i'm Mm -hmm. gonna go there you know other people they will go all the way across town to support somebody and that's just the way it is and unfortunately we don't have it like that yet in texas hopefully it'll get there but it ain't like that yeah okay david said little mama sad folk sad black folks on the rise what i think he's saying black folks on the rise but he's also saying what I don't know, but I, I don't know if black folks are on the rise everywhere. I do I do feel like black people are waking up. I do feel like black people are getting more educated Absolutely. and finances, even in spirituality. A lot of these black churches are shutting down. Why? Because you're not going to have me giving my tithes and offering to somebody who don't work, who've been building a building for 40 years with this building fund. And we still got the same building who oh. riding around in a double R and I'm riding around in a. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so black people are waking up and it ain't nothing yeah, against spirituality but it's something against pimping in the pulpit and that's part of the things that a lot of black people have been held back by is all these residual effects of slavery like over religious you know y'all know the slave master was the first one who quoted the bible to the slaves mm-hmm, absolutely so getting us in check Using the Bible is nothing new. It's just modern day slave mastering and pimping. But to me, I feel like black people are getting better. I feel like black people are rising up. And that's the reason why we are celebrating. Let me get to the topic that we should have been talking about from the very beginning. But, you know, we we, we go around the corner to get where we're going. <laughs> We're celebrating Black Men's Month. Mm-hmm. Now... Let me just say why we're celebrating Black Men's Month. So my, myself, Lisa Denae, your girl, started Black Friday years ago as Black Men Appreciation Day. And I was thinking it was going to catch on. Y'all, let's not shop on Black Friday. Let's recognize mm-hmm. our men. Let's encourage our men. Let's make it Black Men's Day. It was looking at me like, what? Girl, bye. <laughs> These niggas ain't here. We ain't recognizing them for what? They ain't worth it. They ain't worthy. I got so much backlash, so much feedback. And I was like, should I stop doing Black Men's Day? Nah. What I'm going to do is turn it into a whole month. Yeah, because a lot of people don't even know. A lot of people don't even know what Black Friday signifies. And they don't care. They don't care. Yeah, that and they don't care. And they don't care because because they they are bought into this commercial this commercial lifestyle that we live. Mm-hmm. And people and let me just say this too. When I first started doing the Black Men's Day, I got more um negative feedback from black men. Which wow. shocked me cuz I was like, "Don't y'all want a day?" But they was kind of like, "What is this for?" 
What is this for? Why you want to recognize us? What we got to do? You want me to do something? Is it something for sale? I got to buy something? I was like, oh my God, no. I'm just saying this is a day we're going to set aside to uplift, encourage, and you know, honor our men. So I just feel like Black people cannot rise if we continue to dishonor each other. That part. That's true. And that's why we're celebrating. Black men. <laughs> hey, David says our homosexuals, included. our homosexuals included. Okay, so for those who don't know, homosexuals are people who need a place to live. So they become your man. <laughs> they yes. become your man. Yes. So they can have a place to live. And yes, they there are, they are in, if they black, they include it. Because yeah. you know, here's the thing. <laughs> it's it's a reason why a lot of people are in the state they in. You know, mm -hmm. we could talk about them, even even somebody as messed up as Kanye West, even people who do things that we don't like. It's a reason for all of it. We all yeah. have been scarred. You know, we have a lot that we have been through. Even men who bash women, it's a reason for that. Right. It comes from somewhere. It stems it comes from, from somewhere. somewhere. Exactly. Mm -hmm. A lot of men saw their mama strung out on crack, saw their mama bringing different men in and out the house. Mm -hmm. I mean, and they're supposed to grow up and respect women? How? Right. I think they should, but just at, I just, I'm just saying, how? Right. It's a lot to work through. It's a lot to work through. So to me, <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> dear Zoe Raz and Tanisha, dang, just forgot about me. All right, sweet noise. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I, I, I ain't talking to you. I'm talking to the other two. You're doing too much. You're doing too much. But anyway, as we're getting to uh, close to the end of our, <laughs> close to the end of our episode, I would like to take this time for you guys to recognize the black men in your life that you feel like have made the most impacts. I'll go first. <laughs> um, my grandfather, it. I, 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 he could never really, he called me Denisha, you know, he could never say Tanisha, but he did call me Denisha. It was close. It was close enough. Um, very resilient man. He worked in the, in the, he worked in the steel, um, steel yard and, you know, he was, he took care of his family. So, um, I, I see a lot of that hard work and resilience in my, my cousin, J.L., um, my brother, um, Quinston, and um, I appreciate how much they bring to the, the joy and excitement they bring to, to my life uh, on a daily basis. Um, my cousin JL, he instead of saying he, he love you, uh, love you, I love you, he said, I love you black. So he, he he's all about black people. So, um, of course, he started, a, a, you know, his own company about being a black person, you know. So, yeah, those are those are the people who are instrumental in a, being a black man. The example of being a black man, you know. Yes. Mm -hmm. For me. All right. All right. 
You want to go, Zoe? You want me to go? Okay, yeah, I'll go. It's fine. Um, so a major something major, like from well, first of all, my dad is um who I'm gonna dedicate this to. Um, one thing that he has always done is pretty much held me accountable. So he used to tell me the decisions, the decisions and choices that you make today will follow you for the rest of your life. You know, and that's something that really stuck with me rather if it was good or bad. You know, he he's a he holds you accountable for for things that things that you do in your life. And he's very knowledgeable and, you know, he's he's dependable. And that's that's something that you look forward to to have in your corner. Absolutely. Yes. Well, I guess I'm always the oddball because <laughs> I mean, for for me to make black men who've made an impact, I in my life, it's a lot of black men that I don't even know that made an impact in my life. So mm -hmm. first, I'm gonna start with the ones that I know, and then I'm gonna start with the ones that I don't know, but they still made an impact in my life. So of course, my dad, my dad is always the one man that has made the most impact in my life, the most, okay? My dad is just always been an example of strength, courage, resilience, mm -hmm. arrogance, <laughs> you know, um, and, and, and I, I, I'll tell this to him, he knows he's arrogant. But one thing about it is because when I was a little girl, Every report card from first grade to seventh grade said that about me. She's a good student, but she's arrogant. And I, I used to think arrogant was a, a pretty word. I thought it was a compliment. <laughs> Until my dad told me, he was like, I hate to tell you, they're not complimenting you. They're they trying to say you think you know more highly of yourself than you should. And he told me that's okay though, because I'm arrogant too. And I was like, okay, so I'll be arrogant. <laughs> and so my dad has always gave me my swag. He's given me my stubbornness, my strong spirit, my can't hear the word no attitude. No, don't even compute with me. Mm -hmm. If somebody say no, you can't do it. I don't even understand that. It's like a foreign language yeah, to me. Right. So I got all that from my dad. In addition to that, my brother, oh my God, my oldest brother, he is so important to me. He's always been my protector. My brother used to get beat up behind my body shape. When I was a, a little girl, I was always shaped like boom pow. And my brother used to stand up for me like, don't look at my sister like that. Get away from my sister. He took so many fights on because of me. So I love my brother. My other brother, my little brother, he used to just be a nuggethead, but <laughs> I love him. I still love him. And he had an impact on my life because I had to be like, like a, a mom to him. Mm -hmm. So that was my first role of learning how to mother, you know. And then my sons, my three sons. My mm -hmm. three sons are the world. Like they have changed me. Every I became different because after every birth of my sons mm -hmm. because they brought something different to my life. My son, Khalil, he's just always been so smart and so know-it-all, you know, and, and so clever and so witty. My son, Augustine, he's just so lovable and always wanting to give me hugs and always wanting to, you know, help me out, make my bed if I forget to make my bed. Just so loving. Then my son, Ezekiel. Oh, my God. 
I don't have no favorites. But if they start with that did, one. I'm just it, he is so special <laughs> to me. He is like a little me. And and that's a good and a bad because the, the bad parts of me are elevated in him. I'll be like, oh my God. And the good parts too. But and then even my grandson, so I'm surrounded by men. My grandson mm -hmm. Malcolm. Oh my god, Malcolm is just so wonderful. He's so loving and so sweet and so smart and so determined. He don't know what no mean either. <laughs> he has no idea what no mean. You tell him no, he look at you like who are you talking to? So he's had a he's only three years old and he's had a great impact on my life. But now I got to talk about the men that have impacted my life that I have no, they don't know me and I don't know them. I know them, but they have never met me. I've never met them. Starting with Marvin Gaye. When I was a little girl, when I heard Marvin Gaye's voice, I, my, my life changed. I swear to you, my whole life changed. I was about 10 years old when I first heard Marvin Gaye sing. And I felt like an angel had come to earth. And, and, I mean, he made my life better. He made the sun shine brighter. The sky was bluer. Food tastes better. Everything was better when I heard that man's voice. He has such oh, yeah. an impact on my life. And so I just loved him. I loved him so much. He passed away when I was about 12. And I swear to you, I don't feel like my life has ever been right. <laughs> it's it's always been a something missing. Of course, my friend Ken murdered. He made a huge impact on my life. He showed me how strong a man can be when you're raising kids. He was a single dad. I mean, when I tell you my list goes on and on and on, I don't even think we have time to, to talk about my list because my list goes on and on and on. And that's the reason why uh, I wrote this book and you knew it was coming. This is a book of poetry that I dedicated to black men. Go get it. It's on Amazon. It's called Undeniable Magnificence. I read it. I wrote it in 2016. I dedicated it to the men that I do know and some men that I don't know. And I just feel like black men are like the most wonderful creation that I've ever known. And unfortunately, they don't know that. So that's the reason why it's so important to me that we acknowledge them and that we tell them how special they are. Absolutely. Absolutely. I could go on and on, but we ain't got time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So it's very important that we do celebrate them because they don't always receive that recognition or that praise. Yeah. And so that's why, that's why we dedicated a whole month to them. Absolutely. To be able to give them their flowers now. Exactly. The month of November is for men, dedicated to men. And can we talk about the fine ones? Like Idris yes. Elba? Oh, the, the fine can we or talk the about Denzel Washington? Talking about the fine ones or the fine, fine, fine ones, me, baby? Can we talk about the fine, fine, fine ones? Like the fine ones. And the young tenders, like Trey Songs, like <laughs> yeah. Jacob Lattimore, Ooh. like Raheem Devon. Oh my God! It's a lot of oh my God. The list goes on. It's the list on. goes on. The list goes on and on. <laughs> and on and on and on. I guess y'all ain't got no finals to talk about. Oh, I, those are my finals right there. Did you just list it? 
Idris oh, Elba. I named all your friends. Okay. Idris Elba, Raheem Devon. Who else is it that I um Trey Songz? The Rock. Oh, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson, you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dwayne. Dwayne. <laughs> right. So, yeah, those are my fine ones right there. Raheem Devon is the top one, though. Wesley yeah. Snipes. <laughs> I saw <he> like it. <laughs> Zoe, why you playing? Zoe, why you playing? I just want to see if y'all was still woke. Yeah, <laughs> wait, don't worry about that. I'm up. <laughs> I like Michael B. Jordan though. Michael B. Jordan oh, yeah. is fine. He is fine, fine. He, he, that's a fine, fine brother. Hey, David, say this turning into a thirsty conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Stay thirsty, my friends. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, it's been great, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in to this episode of uh Black Coffee with a side of tea. Yeah. I guess we can jump on take this tea to go. Take this tea to go. So the tea I have to go is don't if you are a friend to somebody. Mm-hmm. Or you in your friend circle, always play your role mm-hmm. um, and be a true friend. And um, like Lisa said, don't let nobody change you. Don't, 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 don't be trying to play a role that you didn't sign up for. Be be that friend that that person needs in that in that moment and at all times. So that's my tea to go. <laughs> that one was for me. Well, well, yeah. Well, my take this tea to go is to love your black men. (laughs) This month is dedicated to all black men out there. Make sure you love them, give them their flowers while they're here, and be thankful for the ones that you do have in your corner. Absolutely. Yes, Lord. (laughs) <laughs> yes, I'm gonna say you know Kay Davis made me think about something I'm gonna say I had a different take this tea to go but I'm, I'm gonna say this take, take this tea to go he said brag about the man at your house I'm gonna say this ain't no man in my house but I'm gonna brag about the ones that used to be at my house I'm gonna brag about my ex-husbands because you know I talk a lot about the bad about my ex-husbands I never bring up the good so I'm gonna t- take this opportunity to brag about my first husband he he it is hard to find something but he did have some good attributes he now let me just be real and be honest he was always ahead of my needs before i ran out of stuff he would buy a new i have this face cream that i use before i ran out of that face cream he have another one in the bathroom already ready for me he was always ahead of my needs anything i needed he had it there for me before i even thought about it now he was an asshole too but as far as the good he was good in that he was always there to give he he was about that gift giver honey them gifts was on point 
husband number one. We know who you are. Thank you for that. I'm going to recognize the good because I always talk about the bad. Husband number two, boy, you know you could cook that Jamaican food. Oh my God, it changed my whole life. And you wasn't bad in some other areas too. You did the damn thing. I'm going to leave it at that. But um, yes, <laughs> I'm going to brag on you a little bit because you was a good father. You was a really good father. And you... That's about it. <laughs> I tried. That's about it for you. Not I tried. <laughs> <laughs> husband number three. Let me say, husband number three. You were the best out of all of them at being a father. Like you really stood in the gap for me, and only one of the children was yours. So when you did that, you showed me something. You showed me that. You don't have to be biologically linked to a child to love a child. Mm -hmm. And you loved them. You loved them all. And I got to give you your flowers for that. You may never hear this, but I just want to be, um, you know, be able to give you your flowers and the fact that you was a good father to these boys. And you did not have to be. And one was sick. And you was always there at the hospital, at the appointments, at the physical therapy and you know that's something that i can never ever take from you you cheated your ass off <laughs> on me but as far as the kids you you did the damn thing you did the damn thing so i gotta give you your flowers on that and thank you k davis for bringing it up because you know what sometimes it's easy to brag on strangers and sometimes it's hard yeah. to 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 give flowers to the person that's right next to you the person that you know, yeah. that sometimes all you can see is the bad. So thank you for bringing that up. I had to give flowers mm -hmm. to the exes. I don't know if y'all ever hear this, but don't never say, I don't never say nothing good about your ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, I think I'm going to give, I think, I think I'm going to go ahead and give Mike his flowers when we come back on Saturday. It's still mid, it's still November, so <laughs> i give my Mike his flowers next week. She said, I'm going to give y'all something to look forward to. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, we got something to look forward to for next week. Now, y'all know we got to come back with some tips on proper behavior for Thanksgiving. We're going to get y'all right on Absolutely. together. Yes. <laughs> We're going to get y'all right on together before y'all. Yeah. Whole list of proper Y'all not going to come with the shiggity this year. Okay. Not 10 to go plates. No, if you can't cook, don't cook, don't cook, don't try new recipes for things. No, not on me. <laughs> don't do it. Don't, don't you try no new recipes on me. Oh, don't oh no, get in the kitchen at this one time. Stay on the sideline. Don't we don't, got a whole not. list for y'all coming next week? We're gonna get you together. <laughs> Proper etiquette for the holidays. We're talking yes. Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's because y'all know New exactly. Year's Day. We're going to give y'all a whole list of how y'all need to behave properly. Yes. Okay? It's the Girlfriend's <laughs> Destination, y'all. And yes. I hope y'all enjoying it. And we're going to leave you with a little a little poem. I'm going to leave you with the poem that got me banned from Facebook. And y'all tell me how y'all feel about it. And we will <laughs> see y'all next week. Hope you don't get me banned from YouTube. Uh-oh. 
the earth, moon, and stars are in your eyes. No matter what they say, I will not believe their lies. They hung you from trees and put you behind bars. Now they mock you and knock you because of your scars. They recruit me to use me, your right hand, to stand against you and make you feel less than a man. But you are a man fashioned in the image of the Most High. I see the earth, the moon, and the stars in your eyes.